0: Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today is a very special episode. For those of you that have been watching this show for a long time, you know my favorite episodes is welcoming new authors into our Mission Matters community. And today's guest, Jessica Brandenburg, will be participating in our upcoming Business Leaders book series. And, and first off, Jessica, I just want to say, hey, congratulations and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be part of the 10th edition of book. It's amazing.
0: All right, Jessica. Yes, this is this will be our, our biggest book launch ever and really an honor to have you part of the team. And, and just to get us kicked off, we're going to start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Jessica, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Jessica, what mission matters to you? you
1: have had so many guests on your show, and I feel like my mission really just got set in the past six months. I my job title should be Reluctant Entrepreneur. But my mission is exemplify that we can overcome our brain's patterns that so we've been telling ourselves for a lifetime. To go further, bring realization that we all pass a superpower, improve lives in our community by living with an open mind.
0: Fantastic. Love bringing mission based entrepreneurs and executives on the line to share, you know, why they do what they do, how they do it and really what we can all learn from that so that we can all we can all grow together. That's the whole point. So great to have you on. And Jessica, maybe just to get us kicked off here, just give us a little bit more about your background and really how you got started in business.
1: Certainly. Thank you. So up in Madison, Wisconsin, my parents own men's clothing store. And I knew after graduating college at Valparaiso University that I did not want to be an entrepreneur.
0: <laughs>
1: so I went and did, I love technology. So I went and started a consulting firm, then eventually moved to a SaaS company, software as mm-hmm. a service. My foundation was always operations, I just have a very organizational type mind. Mm-hmm. And always enjoyed what I was doing. But, like many people that have worked in tech, I found myself without a job last summer. Hmm. I was looking to see how to do and everything that I have done. When I was reading the job interviews, or excuse me, job postings, yeah. it was like I could check all the boxes. It didn't excite me. And then a woman reached out to me. She was running a startup. Mm -hmm. And she evangelized me, and lo and behold, I became an independent contractor, and I now work for a true, honest startup. So I never thought I'd work at a startup, nor be in business, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's and I'll tell I'll tell you what, Jessica, we, we share a lot of similarities here. First off, so I, I was an accidental entrepreneur or, or hesitant entrepreneur. I don't know what you want to call it, but I some of the some of the same track. And I never thought I'd work at a startup either before. So I worked for my background, I worked for a lot of big companies. I mean, I was in finance almost 14 years, and I and I kind of see making that transition when I started, you know, Mission Matters with the other co founder, Shirag, it was a completely different feel because I feel like when you work in a startup, one of the good things I think is that you have the opportunity to really be a contributor. So with your tech skills and all the other things, like have you noticed like some, some differences there? It's like when you do something, you see kind of immediately good or bad like feedback, right?
1: Yes, precisely. Yes. It is immediate feedback. And especially when you're working with a product and -hmm. can influence a product, that's really amazing.
0: Hmm. So one one of your niches, and I just know in general that that you're that you're really a part of and proponent of is really working with small businesses and helping small businesses with, with your skills and really in in the success side of things so as you've kind of transitioned through your career, I would ask you why or, or I should say what are some of those skills that you've kind of carried on from let's just say corporate corporate America to the to the startup scene
1: yes. Thank you. I think one of my biggest qualities or biggest traits is I'm able to take a really large prod, problem mm-hmm. break it down to consumable chunks. And I think that that's what happens with entrepreneurs when they're starting out a brand new business. There's mm-hmm. stuff to do all at once. But <laughs> it's very overwhelming. So I'm just like kind of break it down into the sequence and make that seem as overwhelming. That's a huge
0: Yeah. What would you, you know, there, there'll be a lot of entrepreneurs, startup founders, a lot, of, a lot of business owners that'll watch this. And from your experience, like, and obviously, you know, hindsight 2020, as you go further and further working through, the, through, through a startup, like different, there's different phases, right? But up to this point, like, what kind of advice would you give to those startups out there in terms of like how to move their project forward? So you said one thing is maybe don't try to do, I, and I'm taking notes on this too, just so you know, Jessica. So one thing, don't try to get everything done at one time. Time, right, sort of break it down into into some pieces and manageable chunks. What else would you tell them
1: to document things as you're going along? I think especially entrepreneurs, much is in your head, but you just use some note based them because then you look back and see where things have changed. Because business does move so quickly, mm-hmm. kind of see your intent and where you're at, and and be able to pivot a little bit sooner. You do have that frame of reference what you. Did six months ago.
0: Yeah. And what any any kind of uh, I like to leave people with some actionable tips, any like any tips on how, how to do that? Like, cause we all want to do it, right? But, but, like, do you what? What's your system? I'll tell you mine, by the way. I'll share. So, I have my running Google sheet where I document things, and I have my team laughs because I have one. I have one heading that says graveyard, and it's literally that's an idea we're never gonna do. I have some that's my wish list. I have some because there's always as as entrepreneurs, as startups, as founders, as as business owners, as contributors, as executives out there that are working in startups. We all have more ideas. Than money, right? Apple has more ideas than money, believe it or not. But what what tips would you give there?
1: I have an action-based plan. So, and again, break into consumable chunks. So, kind of like when you reach a certain threshold, dollar or whatever, whatever threshold you have, so whether it's dollars or our case, like people users on a system, mm-hmm. and then and break it down to different categories so you know what what those will be in the future. I think it's all my, one of my favorite models is do something today, your future self. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time, especially when you're so busy, but just to write things down at the end of the day, I have a mind on my calendar at five 30 and I just document at five 30 every day, kind of like the things to, to memorize the, yeah. what I did during the day and then things I to do tomorrow.
0: Oh, it's good. It's good, and I and by the way, I get granular and I ask these questions because you never know. Like I, I know I always pick up things, and and I'm always trying to figure out how other people are managing their day to make mine better as well, too. And so I, I want to maybe pivot or, or shift the conversation just a little bit here. So we we have a book coming out, and I'm really excited about this, and we're not going to give it all away today. We're not. So for everybody watching this, don't worry. We'll be bringing Jessica back on for part two or two of this interview series. So today we're going to keep it a, a little high level, but again, keeping it high level, Jessica, what are some of the things that you hope to present in the upcoming book?
1: I really go at being able to help others in the community that may not have the same background as, as you. Yeah. To go back to my mission, those limiting beliefs that we had, I didn't want to entrepreneur because I knew how much work it was. So I saw my parents struggle and just just the stress of it. Yeah. So that was a little I put on myself, mm-hmm. but I'm also very very fortunate. I never lived with food scarcity or had to deal with violence or safety issues. Yeah. So I think we you limit your experience. You're able to shed light on to others and be more compassionate been before in Chicago in he doing some volunteer work that give me insight to how my neighbors who are only just a few miles away how they live and it's different than how I grew up.
0: Yeah. And and I know one of the organizations that you're very active with, I believe it is Shy Tech. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Certainly. So that is a Chicago based public school. And I got involved with it because it is a STEM school. So it's all about entrepreneurship. And it is a Chicago-based school, which yeah. means most minority students, many of whom do have subsidized food. And the school is really their their shelter. And it's also a place where they know and grow mm-hmm. and go to college and better their lives and then better the lives of their children. Mm-hmm. But they, how yeah, you know, going back to saying how different we've lived. We all went through a pandemic, but these a lot of these students were having to do homework on their phone because they don't have internet at home. So that's a huge shift. And then also when you do rely on school food and that often a dime, that changes everything. And that's a lot more stress than than what the rest of the world that was going through a very stressful time, there was just a great degree of stress for
0: those yeah. students. Yeah. And uh, can you talk maybe just a little bit more about just the mission of the organization and kind of and the, how they're involved in the community? Just go a little bit further.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, school I, that is very proponent of project-based learning. They really try and give students experience outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. So I push hard on internships and they'll do mentors and speaking engagements. And then what I what i become mostly involved in is a fundraiser that's in the spring. This will be the ninth, ninth year of it. You can tell it's a little bit dated because the name of the fundraiser is the little black dress night. Mm-hmm. And this is specifically for the young Women's leadership society. Mm-hmm. And I like that because being in tech as a female, I was often the only person at the table, mm-hmm. but there's so few people, women of color. Or in- yeah. So it's, just try and elevate them and to provide mentorship. So this event that we have in the spring, it's kind of fold is a working event. So to get these girls comfortable to talk about, you know, in a social work setting. And then there's a amazing panel. So bring women from, or people representing tech in the community come and talk and they'll talk about their shared experiences and the one common theme is that nobody's rear path goes in a straight line. Hmm. They all zigzag. And I think that that's just a good lesson to show that nobody really goes from point A to point B to point C to point D in their lives. Hmm. It does. Vary. And then I've, I've had the past six months.
0: Wow. What, what an amazing story. And And you said that happens in the spring, right?
1: Yes. Yes, well, in May. Uh,
0: Oh, fantastic. And and how do how do people really learn more about the event? Is there a website or
1: Yes, it is Shy Tech Academy and the event is Little Black Dress Night.
0: Fantastic. And yeah, def- definitely want to give them a, a shout out for the work that they're doing. And on, on my end of this, when I when I kind of look at your career, especially your career in tech, I'm interested to know, like, what excites you right now? I mean, there's a lot going on out there, whether I'm not even going to name any of the buzzwords because they've been said enough. <laughs> what, But what excites you, like, from your vantage point in tech right now?
1: The growth. And I think the fact that we've all, like, realized it's a, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago so many companies got upset if you had like the outside APIs they their yeah. one system just to only connect to their one system. Yep. And I'm so glad that has been blown away and it's it's a necessity. You can run even a small business without technology.
0: Yeah. It's interesting too, because I see as like people are developing and looking at their especially small businesses at their tech stack and what's next. I feel like the you know the cost like for for small businesses that now it can add up, right? you add enough services to your to your bill it adds up over time. but, Like at one point, even something like, you know, let's talk about something pretty basic, like CRMs or something like that. Like that was like reserved for enterprise, right? Like you couldn't necessarily like do that as a small business. Now, like between different automations and small business, I just feel like we have such a more level playing field to be able to succeed.
1: Yes. But I think also a conflict with that is when there is much to choose from. There's almost analysis paralysis. If you're a food vendor and trying to figure out what your sale should be, yeah. they differ which one is the right one to choose. I almost feel like it gets to be so scary as an entrepreneur, like mm-hmm. to pick the wrong one and then you're yeah. stuck.
0: Oh, for sure. I've been there, done that. And I'm not claiming that we're not stuck with one or two things that we're like, why did we do that? But you know, <laughs> live and you learn on that one, right?
1: Yes, Exactly.
0: Well, Jessica, I will say, first off, it has been great having you on the show today and catching up, learning a little bit more. And I know we're just getting started really on our on our work together and working on this book. And as I mentioned before, for everybody watching, we'll be bringing Jessica, of course, back on the show for part two of two of this interview series. And we're going to go way further into her writing in the upcoming book. But for today, Jessica, I mean, what's next? I mean, what's next for you? What's next for your career?
1: Next, I think just diversifying and really being able to use my experience, I like my bound. I do not regret any of the training, the distance I've made in my life, like live enterprise space. Mm-hmm. So I like all the building blocks that I was able to achieve in my career. But I just feel like I'm in a mentor state. I mm-hmm. want to help others, other startups that I am working for, or their small businesses that they're they're trying to help.
0: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And, and I'll be sure to, to put the links to this and have my team put the links to Shy Tech in the show notes so that people can just click on the link and head right on over and check out the gal and check out the work they're doing overall. But if somebody wants to follow your journey and follow you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: You can find me on LinkedIn at Jessica Brandenburg and spelled B-U-R-G at the end
0: and we'll and we'll definitely put all that information in the show notes so people can you know, head right on over and check out your page. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging in an episode, we're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and having them share really their mission, the reason behind their mission, why they do what they do, how they're doing it, and really what we can all learn from that so that we can all grow together. That's the whole point of the Mission Matters platform is, you know, for us all to grow together through education. If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or exciting to you, we welcome you. Hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And Jessica, it's been a pleasure. Until the next time we get to work together, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much.